You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, sis. Welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Tap into the show on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All links will be in the episode description. Submit original work and future episode suggestions to girlgoodnightpodcast at gmail.com. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girl, share the show and show us some love with a five-star rating and review. Tonight, we will be reading Paper Heart, written by Keisha Irvin. Tune in to Paper Heart Chapter 1 to hear more about the author and a summary of the story. On the last episode, Murder pays Knight a visit at his office and things between him and Skyland seem to be back on track. Now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and sleep in melanated peace. Even though I'm doing wrong, girl, you can never move along, girl. Trey songs, me for you, infidelity too. Chapter 24 Although she no longer was checking for murder, there was no way in hell Scotland was going to meet with him and not be snatched. She hadn't seen him since her birthday. She had to show him that she was doing better than ever now that she cut him out of her life. She wanted to make him regret every time he played her to the left, cheated on her, or abused her trust. After that night, he would live the rest of his life regretting how he mistreated her. Scotland would go down in history as the one who got away. After much debate, She decided to wear a black suede and leather peplum jacket that she wore as a top, leather leggings with three zippers at the knees, and black suede pointed toe pumps. She carried a black Celine bag that Knight bought for her. Her long ombre gray weave had a tussle bedhead effect to it. Her makeup look consisted of a cat eye and a plum matte lip. Scotland drove at a snail's pace down Washington Boulevard. She and Murder were meeting at Lucas Park Grill. Traffic was a motherfucker. It seemed like everybody and their mama were out that night. The cold December weather wasn't stopping anybody from kicking it. Scotland finally made her way up the busy strip and gave her keys to the valet. Murder stood waiting for her out front. Scotland took in his navy blue peacoat with gold buttons, brown t-shirt, charcoal gray jeans, and Tim's. He looked gorgeous. Scotland had almost forgotten just how fine Murder was. Despite her disdain for him, her attraction for him was still there. Murder hoped that she couldn't tell that his dick was hard as she switched over to him. Scotland was always pretty, but now she looked like a supermodel. She had an air of confidence about her that she hadn't had before. Sex appeal oozed from her veins. A peaceful glow shined from her cheeks. 
seeing her only solidified his feelings for her. He had to get her back. She belonged to him. He was determined to remind her of that. Damn, he looked her up and down lustfully. You look good than a motherfucker. He opened his arms for a hug. Thanks. Scotland leaned forward and embraced him. Normally, she would have melted in his arms, but she felt nothing. Murder would never measure up tonight. He didn't know how to love a woman. He was young and still trying to play the field. He had no problem loving and leaving a trail of broken hearts on his path. Come on. He placed his hand on the small of her back. Let's go inside. It's cold as fuck. Scotland reached behind her back and politely removed his hand. Oh, it's like that? Murder chuckled. Yeah, I told you. I got a man. My bad. I respect that. Murder held his hands up in a freeze position. As they neared the door, Scotland noticed a big-ass sign that said, Restaurant closed, private party inside. We don't have to go somewhere else. She stopped dead in her tracks. They're closed for a private event. I'm on the guest list. Murder grinned, opening the door. Oh, Scotland shrugged, stepping inside. The place was packed with white and black professionals. The people at the private party were not Murder's type of crowd. Who do you know here? She turned to him and asked. My brother invited me, he replied with ease. Scotland's eyes grew wide with fear. Her mouth instantly became dry. Frantically, she searched the room with her eyes for night. She didn't see him, but she did see Paul in the distance. She was confused. Knight said he had a business meeting that night. He didn't say anything about a Christmas party. Yeah, I know all about you and my brother, Murda said into her ear. That's why you brought me here? Scotland's bottom lip quivered. I brought you here because I wanted you to see that that nigga ain't the one for you. You don't know what you're talking about. Me and your brother love each other, Scotland shot back. He love you so much he ain't tell you about tonight? He ain't tell you because he's here with her, Murder pointed in Knight and Lennon's direction. The two of them were standing side by side sharing a good old hearty laugh with some of their top tier clients. There was no tension between them. Knight seemed to be enjoying her company immensely. All the hatred he claimed to have for her had completely disappeared. He and Lennon looked like two lovebirds. Scotland's entire body became hot. Sweat had begun to form on her forehead. He'd lied to her. Why hadn't he told her about the party? Was he ashamed of her? Or was he still in love with Lennon? Knight ain't like me and you. This is the life he wants. He liked tap dancing for these bougie motherfuckers. You think he gonna be able to move up the ladder with somebody like you on his arm? You're not good enough for him, but Lennon is. She's carrying his baby. It's only a matter of time before he stops fucking with you and go back to her. Murder continued to break Scotland down. Scotland looked at night with what felt like a billion tears in her eyes. Every word that Murder spoke was like a stab to the heart. She hated to admit it, but he spoke the truth. Knight couldn't possibly love her as much as he claimed he did. If he did, he wouldn't have lied. Lennon was right. She would always come out on top. Scotland would always be two steps behind playing catch-up. 
The death glare Scotland was giving Knight must have bored through his skin because he could feel her eyes on him. Nervously, he looked around the room in search of who was staring at him. His eyes immediately landed on Scotland. He spotted her standing by the door. Tears streamed down her face. He quickly wondered how she knew where he was. Then he spotted his brother standing next to her. Confused, he excused himself and headed their way. Scotland wiped her face as he came near. She'd be damned if she let him see her cry. He made her look stupid enough. Baby, what you doing here? He tried to kiss her on the cheek. Scotland quickly sidestepped his attempt and moved back. Caught off guard by her reaction, Knight looked back and forth between her and his brother. You here with my brother? Y'all know each other? He asked, confused. She ain't tell you? Murder grinned devilishly. We used to go together. What? Knight questioned, completely stunned. Why didn't you tell me you were going to be here tonight? Scotland finally spoke up. Nah, fuck that. You used to fuck with my brother? I thought you said you didn't know my brother. Knight glared at her. I didn't know he was your brother. I know him by murder, not Omari. I didn't figure that out until Thanksgiving when your sister showed me a picture of y'all. Scotland's voice trembled. So, hold up. You known this since Thanksgiving and ain't said shit? Knight became enraged. I was gonna tell you, but when were you gonna tell me that you're still in love with Lennon? Scotland asked calmly. Don't try and flip this shit around on me. You been fucking my brother. I used to fuck with your brother. Used to. Scotland snapped. And how long have you known this? Knight asked Murder. Uh, a few weeks, he answered nonchalantly. So you knew when you came to my office to see me? Yeah, Murder nodded his head on the brink of laughter. Knight could see himself reaching out and choking the shit out of his brother. At that moment, he would gladly spend the rest of his life in jail for murder. He couldn't understand why Omari hated him so much. What type of human being would go to such lengths to cause so much pain? Knight was so caught up in his emotions that he didn't notice that everyone in the restaurant was staring at them. Lennon stood back enjoying every second of it. Mr. Whitmore, on the other hand, wasn't pleased. Knight, what is going on? You're causing a scene, he asked, embarrassed by Knight's unprofessional behavior. I'm sorry, sir. Me and my girl are having a problem. Knight ran his hand across his forehead, frustrated. I thought I told you not to invite her. Excuse me? Scotland fumed. So you are ashamed of me. Mr. Whitmore, can you just give us a moment? Knight pleaded. Handle this, Mr. Whitmore warned. Why the fuck are we even together if you can't even bring me around? Scotland asked, feeling her heart break into a million pieces. Knight didn't know what to think or what to do. His head was spinning with questions. Yo, I can't believe you right now. I trusted you, and this is how you do me? He paced back and forth. He was trying his best to keep his composure and not spaz out. Lennon sauntered over, placed her hand on his shoulder, and said, Night, honey. Are you okay? Scotland quickly noticed that she had a small bulge in the bottom of her stomach. 
This ain't got nothing to do with you, so you can walk your little frail ass back over there, she instructed, smacking her hand away. This has everything to do with me. Knight is the father of my baby, Lennon shouted, unwilling to back down. Bitch, fuck you and that baby, Scotland got in her face. What you say? Night Ice grilled her, pushing her back. You know I didn't mean it like that. Scotland tried to clean up her mess. Nah, you meant it just like you said it. Night's heart dropped. You ain't never gonna accept this baby. I don't even know why I thought you would. And you been smashing my brother? I'm done. This shit a wrap, cuz. How many times do I have to tell you that I used to mess with him? Scotland declared, feeling herself about to lose it. It don't matter. You knew and you kept it a secret, so I'm done. Here I am thinking she the bad guy, but you ain't no better than her. That's how you feel? Scotland said, deeply hurt. Yeah, it is. Knight nodded his head. He was through with the conversation and with her. I think it's best you go. Scotland's eyes became clouded with tears. She could barely see. This had to be a nightmare. Knight hadn't really turned his back on her. He promised to love her forever. She was his baby. He was her man. In a matter of minutes, all that had gone out the window. He dismissed her as if she were nothing. Everyone had warned her that this would happen, but she foolishly believed that love would outweigh any obstacles brought their way. Scotland gathered herself as best she could and left without saying a word. She wasn't going to beg him to stay. He'd already thrown her away. She would never be able to recover from that. Murda followed her out the door. Scotland, wait up. He jogged after her. Murda wasn't expecting it, but Scotland spun around on her heels, reared her hand back, and slapped the fire out his mouth. She hit him so hard that blood trickled out the side of his mouth. You set me up, she hissed. Why? What did I ever do to you? She cried. You didn't do nothing, Murder tried to comfort her. I just wanted you to see that my brother ain't the right one for you. And you are? Scotland dodged his attempt to console her. Yeah, Murder stood puzzled by her reaction. You are fucking insane. I don't want you. You have an IQ the size of a Ritz cracker. I want him, she pointed towards the restaurant. And now because of you, that's ruined. So let's make this clear. Scotland got close enough that he would be able to read her lips. Don't call me and don't text me. If you see me out in the street, look the other fucking way. I want nothing to do with your tired, pathetic ass. Murder swallowed hard. He hadn't seen things end in this way. He cooked up in his mind that Scotland would come running back to him. The look of venom in her eyes proved otherwise. She hated him. Having made herself crystal clear... Scotland gave him her ass to kiss and signaled the valet. This is what it feels to be the one who's standing left behind. Melanie Fiona, wrong side of a love song. Chapter 25 To say that Scotland was depressed over her breakup with Knight was an understatement. She was so distraught that she didn't even return to their house that night. She couldn't bear to see his face. Her worst fears had come true. He left her, and now she was back at square one. All she could imagine was him and Lennon running off into the sunset and her being left behind with nothing. She was so sick of being the one left alone. 
With night, she thought she finally found a life companion. How could something so innocent and pure end up so ugly and full of hate? He hadn't even attempted to call her once. Had she read him and their entire relationship the wrong way? Had she once again made a relationship out to be more than it really was? What she couldn't figure out was how murder knew about her and Knight. She was so wrapped up in her hate for him that night that she hadn't thought to ask. The one thing she knew for sure was that the pain in the center of her chest hurt like hell. It was unbearable. Scotland felt like she was losing her mind. A million what-ifs and whys filled her head. The only person she trusted herself to be around was Tootie. She wouldn't judge her or say, I told you so. She welcomed her with open arms and allowed her to sort through her feelings. Scotland closed herself off to the outside world. For days, she lay on Tootie's couch staring at the wall or sleeping through the pain. She didn't want to face reality. Scotland knew she couldn't hide out at Tootie's forever. She'd have to face Night eventually. She just didn't know how she muster up the strength to do so. She didn't want to accept that things between her and Knight were truly over. She tried to pretend that it was all a bad dream, but each day that passed with no sign of communication from him brought her back to reality. She still loved him, so he had to still love her. A love like what they shared didn't just fade away in a matter of days. But maybe Knight had never really loved her at all. Maybe he was just infatuated with her. Little did she know, but the girls were planning an intervention. Scotland lie on the couch curled up in the fetal position trying to fall asleep when Tootie, Lachey, and Yaya came storming in. They had snacks and limeritas and were ready for girl chat. Tootie clicked on the light. Scotland groaned and placed the covers over her face. Can you please turn the light off? No, bitch, you need to get up. Tootie pulled the covers from off her. Got my damn living room smelling like corn chips. Uh-uh, Scotland tried pulling the covers back. Give me my covers back, she whined. Give the girl her damn covers back, Yaya exclaimed, plopping down on the love seat. I don't feel like hearing her damn mouth. Here, Tootie threw the comforter back at her. Thank you. Scotland wrapped herself in the cover. Where is RJ? I want to give him a hug. I just dropped him off at my mama so we could talk to you. You look like shit, girl. Lachey looked at her like she stank, which she did. She smelled like she hadn't taken a bath in days. Scotland's weave was all over her head and matted together. Dried up makeup and tears adorned her face. The girl looked terrible. I hope you didn't come here to make me feel better because you're doing a pretty shitty job at it. Scotland rolled her eyes. I told the girls to come over because we're all worried about you. Tootie sat beside her. Speak for yourself. Yaya opened a box of Cheez-Its. I told her dumbass this was going to happen, but everybody just thought I was being a hater. You are a fucking hater. Scotland shot back, not in the mood. Y'all stop. Tootie pleaded, popping open a can of Limerita. Scotland, we know you're hurting, but you can't stay on my couch forever. You have to figure out what you're going to do. But in the meantime, you won't have to take a bath. Lachey covered her nose. Fuck you. Scotland threw a beaded throw pillow at her. I just need a few more days to get myself together. 
My whole world is upside down right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just miss him so much. She began to cry. I should have never listened to Yaya. I should have told him the truth as soon as I found out. Don't try to blame this shit on me, Yaya shot as Tootie passed her a drink. You could have told him the truth as soon as you found out, but who's to say that things wouldn't have still ended up this way, Lachey reasoned. I mean, I know that you love him, but I don't see how it was ever going to work out. You used to mess with the man's brother, and he got a baby on the way with his ex-fiance. There really ain't no upside to that. You're right, Scotland sadly agreed. I could never accept that baby no matter how hard I tried. I just thought that love would pull us through. You sound like a fucking Hallmark card. Bitch, this ain't an episode of Dawson's Creek, Yaya interjected. She was fed up with Scotland's pity party. Life ain't a Disney movie, bitch. You ain't fucking Julia Roberts, and night for damn sure ain't Richard Gere. Yaya, be compassionate to your sister, Tootie advised. Nah, fuck that. I've been running to this bitch rescue her entire life. She's always involving herself in some dumb shit. They want to cry about it later. I told her from the jump the shit wasn't going to work out. But nah, she ain't want to listen to me. So fuck it. Let her ass hurt. Let her cry, because she deserve it. She brought all this shit on herself. As Venom spewed from Yaya's mouth, Scotland couldn't help but to think back on just how murder knew about her and Knight. The only people who knew the truth were Yaya and her friends. You told him, didn't you? A light bulb went off in Scotland's head. Told who what? Yaya remarked, annoyed by the sound of her voice. You told murder about me and Knight. I sure did. Yaya didn't hesitate to tell the truth. Yaya, why would you do that? Lachey asked, stunned. Cuz, he deserved to know. I'm sick of faking and fronting for this broad. I ain't liked your ass since mommy and daddy adopted you. I'm so tired of you and your little orphan nanny routine that everybody falls for. Ain't nothing special about you, bitch. You're weak and pathetic. You're basic. I don't see what either of them niggas ever saw in you, especially murder. You ain't no down-ass bitch. I am. Murder was supposed to be mine, not yours. So that's what this is about? You mad over some dick? Scotland snatched the covers off from her and stood up. You mad because that nigga didn't want you? Oh, he wanted me, I Yaya Rose. Both girls were face to face. We've been fucking for almost two years. Now what? Scotland didn't even realize that she'd done it, but she knocked the shit out of Yaya. She hit her so hard that her nose had begun to bleed. Yaya wiped her nose. As soon as she saw blood, she went ballistic. She reached out and wrapped her hands around Scotland's neck. She tried to choke the shit out of her, but Scotland was quick on her feet. She swatted Yaya's hands away and kneed her in the stomach. Yaya doubled over in pain. Scotland didn't waste any time wailing on her. She hit her with several blows to the head before Lachey and Tootie broke up the fight and pulled her off of her. Uh-uh, let her go, Yaya attempted to lunge for her. Hit her if you want to, and it's gonna be World War III up in this motherfucker, Lachey warned. Really, Lachey? That's how it is? You gonna take her side? Yaya's chest heaved up and down. Bitch, there ain't no sides to this. You wrong as hell. Scotland is my girl. She's supposed to be your sister. But if you don't rock with her, then you don't rock with me. 
Yeah, Tootie agreed. Now get your crazy ass up out my house. She gathered Yaya's things for her and threw them out the door. Fuck all you hoes. I don't need y'all. Yaya spat, storming out. Fuck you too. I barely liked your ass anyway. Tootie slammed the door behind her. I can't believe that scandalous ass hoe. Lachey fumed, wanting to fuck Yaya up. Here I was thinking this bitch really looked at me like a sister and she'd been fucking murdered the whole time. Scotland fell back onto the couch. You gotta be careful who you run with. You never know who wants your life. Shit, now I see how Black China feels. A few days later, Scotland finally returned home. She was tired of pretending that the end wasn't coming. The only thing she was doing by hiding out at Tootie's house was prolonging the inevitable. But facing night had been even harder than she thought. As soon as she walked in their bedroom and saw his face, she broke down in tears. There he was, lying on the bed watching television as if he didn't have a care in the world. Scotland wanted nothing more than to run and lie in his arms. Knight wouldn't even give her eye contact. Unable to see her cry, he left and went downstairs. He couldn't mentally handle her tears. Knight was emotionally fucked up. He didn't know what they were doing. He knew they were both upset. They both had every right to be. They both fucked up. That still didn't stop him from loving her. He just didn't know if loving her was enough to keep them together anymore. She committed the ultimate betrayal. He couldn't just forgive her and move on as if nothing had happened. He didn't want to, but he had to say goodbye. It was best for both of them. They brushed too fast into a relationship. They barely knew each other. Maybe if they would have taken their time and gotten to know each other better, things would have been different. Maybe then they wouldn't be in this mess. But they were, and there was no change in what had already occurred. They both lied and kept secrets from one another. Knight couldn't really expect her to put her emotions to the side and support him while another woman carried his child. That would be selfish of him to ask her to. As she packed her bags, he sat idly by the door waiting for her to leave. Knight glanced over at the Christmas tree. Christmas had come and gone. The engagement ring he bought her still lied under the tree. Seeing the box made Knight remember the love they once shared. He thought about running up the stairs and stopping her, but his pride wouldn't allow it. He was still mad that she hadn't told him about murder. He felt that if she could keep something that important from him, then what else would she do? He couldn't take the chance of her betraying his trust again. Trust was important tonight, and he completely lost his trust in Scotland. She betrayed him in the worst way. There was no going back and fixing it. Their relationship was over. He had no choice but to let her go. Tearfully, Scotland finished packing her things. The things she couldn't fit in her car, Knight would have to have movers bring to Tootie's house. She'd taken longer than needed to pack in hopes that Knight would stop her, but he never did. How did we end up here? She thought as she packed up pictures and old love notes he'd written her. When she met him, she was broken and he was scared, but somehow they made it work. They hadn't left each other's side since that day at the park. He was supposed to be the man she married. So what happened to second chances? She wanted to make peace, 
Their love was too much to give away. If he gave her the chance, she calmed his fears, show him that she was trustworthy. Scotland was fully prepared to beg her way back to him, but changed her mind. She was done being weak. If he didn't want to be with her anymore, then oh the fuck well. It was his loss. She knew she was a good woman. She never meant any ill will towards him. She only kept the secret because she couldn't see herself without him. There was nothing that she could say or do to make him see that, so she grabbed her bags and headed down the steps. Scotland stopped at the door and took one last look at night. If he said he loved her, she'd turn around and stay. But Knight said nothing. He wouldn't even look her way. Crushed, she placed her key down on the bench beside him and left without saying a word. Are you still up? Girl, good night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.